You're listening to the Wander Well Podcast, your place for travel and wellness, transparency, inspiration, and motivation. I'm your host, Katie J. All right, this is the first episode of Tell All Tuesday, and I'm excited to tell you guys about my experience with manifesting and how this came into my life. I think we need to back up a lot to first start off with my background as a believer in the unseen. So I grew up in a Christian home. My grandfather was a Baptist preacher. We went to church every single Sunday, Sunday school, and we always pray before meals and before going to bed. That is just as a very I don't I think that's a Southern Baptist thing to do, but maybe you do it in your own religion and I'm interested to know about that. So go ahead and leave a comment um, on this post if that is something that you do in your own life. But anyways, we would pray before meals, pray before bed, um, thanking God for what he gave us and asking for security and for helping us out whenever we needed and um, but it was always based Based on thinking first and then asking. So when I was a junior in high school, everyone starts talking about college. Where do you want to go to college and what do you want to study? And something that's really overwhelming for a lot of high school juniors because that's when you're crushing it in AP classes. That's when you are really focused on your future. And so a friend introduced to me a documentary called The Secret and it's on Netflix. You should definitely go watch it. Remember that it was produced back in the early 2000s, so it's not, you know, a groundbreaking performance or anything like that, but it has really great content. And what it teaches you is the power of the law of attraction. And the law of attraction basically says that what you ask for, you receive, and what you focus on, you also receive. So when we focus on negative things and we focus on suffering and pain, we attract more of that into our life. So the universe doesn't necessarily, or God or whoever you believe in, doesn't necessarily respond by saying, okay, if let's say you ask for, okay, I don't want to fail this exam, I don't want to fail this exam, I don't want to fail this exam. Well, all they hear is fail this exam, fail this exam, fail this exam. You have to rephrase your questions or your, your requests to... I am so excited to pass this exam. I can't believe I'm going to pass this exam. Or no, don't even say I can't believe. Say, I am so excited to pass this exam. This exam, I'm going to crush it. It's going to be awesome. That is the law of attraction. And the secret was something that I watched. And it seemed kind of hippy-dippy, new agey. I wasn't quite sure if I believed it type of thing. But I tried it anyways. I thought, well, why not? It doesn't sound like it goes completely against my religion. It just seems like it wouldn't hurt to try. So I knew I wanted to go to the University of Virginia, and I knew that they were only going to accept around 5% of out-of-state students. I was from Texas, and it was going to be very difficult to get in. So I immediately started surrounding myself with imagery and positive reinforcement around the University of Virginia. I printed out a picture of the Rotunda, which is the original library that Thomas Jefferson built. It was a center of grounds. We don't call it campus. We call it grounds. I printed it out, put it all over my room. I put pieces of paper all over my room saying, um, 
something about you can accomplish anything you set your mind to and through Christ anything is possible. Like I said, I was very religious at the time. I'm not very much anymore, but we'll get into that later. And so I surrounded myself with positive energy around going to UVA. In addition to that, I ended up meeting somebody whose family was a legacy at UVA, and that was only after I decided that I wanted to go there and after I decided to surround myself with things that would bring me closer to UVA. And so I met him, and a year later, him and my dad and his dad all went to UVA together for a visit, and I got to meet one of the deans of students and talk with him and he ended up advocating on my behalf and um, while I you know UVA is really hard to get into and I'm not gonna undermine my hard work I wasn't a student I was the class president I was a varsity cheerleader and the captain of the cheer team I wasn't underqualified to go to UVA but it didn't hurt to have someone advocate for me who was on staff so I put together a, what do you call it, a folder with all of my application materials, all of my essays, my transcripts, my resume, all of those things, and a quick bio about myself. And on the front of that folder, I took one of the pamphlets from the UVA admissions office that I had gotten from that visit, and I cut out pictures of my face and pasted it all over the front cover over the students' faces who were on that pamphlet. So it basically looked like I was all over UVA. I was manifesting. I didn't realize that I was manifesting, but I was manifesting. So I ended up getting um, not just an admissions letter years, uh, months later, but I got a likely letter. And if you don't know what likely letters are, they're basically when some of the top schools are trying to compete against one another, they know that you're going to be applying to other top schools. I was also applying to Duke and NYU and Vanderbilt. And so before they even send an admissions letter, they send a likely letter saying, hey, we really like you as an applicant. Keep up the hard work in your final semester of school. You know, basically saying don't blow it by blowing off school. You still need to try really hard even though we like you. Wink, wink. So I got a likely letter. Things were looking good. I got in and I went to UVA. Fast forward to, oh gosh, um, I think it was August of 2017 when I just had a, a thought. I said, I wonder if that that movie is still on Netflix. And so I went to go look and I rewatched The, the Secret and I kind of burst into tears. I was, I didn't even realize that I had manifested UVA. I thought that it was, oh, I just worked hard. I just got in or whatever. No, I completely surrounded myself with the idea of, or with the visualization rather, of going to UVA and achieving that goal. And I did it. And you can do the same thing with any of your goals. And that's something that is going to be a reoccurring theme throughout this podcast. When I see something that I want, I go out and I make it happen. And this isn't unique to me. This is something that you can do and that your family can do and your friends can do. And I hope that you share that information with them because it's it's not religious. It's not 
based off of any sort of belief system other than the belief system in yourself. And I mentioned that my my parents made sure that I knew I could accomplish anything that I set my mind to, and that's something that my mom told me every single day. And when I watched The Secret for the second time, just this past with you know a few months ago, I that was another reason why I was crying because I realized that my mom has been telling me this my entire life. She said, you can do anything you set your mind to. You just have to decide that you want to do it. And if you realize that yourself, you'll be completely unstoppable. So where to now? Well, actually, before I go forward, I should be clear. I didn't just manifest UVA. Maybe I should give you another example. Another example is, and this is this happened in mid-July. I was scrolling through Instagram and I was I'm following this account called Third Eye Thirst. And you should check them out. They post pretty frequently. I think I might have unfollowed them since then because they post a lot, but they post good stuff. So I scrolled by this one thing and it caught my eye. It said, Don't be surprised how quickly the universe responds once you have decided. And when I thought, all I have to do is decide? That's interesting. At the time I was single and I was struggling to find a relationship that stuck. I was living and working at a summer camp an hour outside Austin. And while people say, oh, that's so cool. You live on 24 or 250 acres and get to ride horses and have your dog go to work with you and all these things. It was cool. It is cool. But it's not great for dating. Having to drive an hour just to see someone for a date is exhausting, especially when you're trying to do it during the week. So dating was not really something that was super prolific in my life. And granted, it was the middle of the summer. And when you work at a summer camp, you work all the time. We had one day off every two weeks. So not a lot of time off to go on dates or even think about dating, but I just decided right then and there that I was ready for a big love. I wanted something and someone in my life who would support me and who loved to travel. And at the time, I already knew I was going to Costa Rica, so they were going to have to be okay with that. And I always knew that I was going to need someone who was able to work remotely because I'm not still by any means. And this kind of started back when I was in college. I, The guy that I mentioned that I was dating before college, we both ended up going to UVA. We broke up. But I knew that we couldn't continue because I wanted to study abroad in Costa Rica and I wanted to be single during that time. I just wanted to live freely and do whatever I wanted and not have to worry or be checking in with somebody. And as I grew older, I wanted to still have that freedom to explore and to discover myself, but I also wanted to do that with someone. I think that's just part of maturing or part of growing older is that you want a partnership. And so I sat there on my floor in my cabin in the hill country of Texas and said, I am deciding right now that I am ready for a big love. And I said, okay. I decided, well, I'll, we'll just wait now. 
And then I completely forgot about that and um, went on with my with my summer. A few weeks later, I took my kids to a adventure race that we had contacted an adventure school called the Expedition School. We contacted them. They do great work. They had done my lifeguard training earlier that spring. And so they put together an adventure race for our 16-year-olds. I did leadership development training with 16-year-olds. We took them into Austin. They had an adventure race all over Lake Austin where they got to paddleboard and kayak and find clues and race each other. And it was kind of like Hunger Games styles with the resources. It was awesome. And our two guides were well, I'm not going to mention their names just yet, but we had two guides. And at the end of the adventure race, I said, hey, you guys should come join me and the kids for lunch. They did. We had a great time, got to know each other a little bit more. I invited both of them to the end of the summer extravaganza that I was planning with my friends because during summer camp, you are not allowed to drink. And once summer ends, you can drink. So I always like to have a nice big gathering with my friends. And this year, we planned on going on a brewery tour in Austin. So I invited them to the brewery tour. They ended up both coming. I really hit it off with the one that I had a huge crush on. And I don't think he would mind if I told you his name. His name is Tucker. He's amazing. And um, we hit it off really well that evening. We ended up hanging out again. Um, Actually, let me back up a little bit. After the adventure race, I said, you guys should join us for the brew tour. And Tucker said, that sounds like a great idea. And I was going back and forth with him because I had his Facebook information. And he said, well, I'm working earlier that day, so I need to take my dog to the dog park. And I said, oh, perfect. I'll take my dog too. We'll get him tired out together. And then he ended up having to cancel. And I was like, do I let this one go? Or do I offer something else? And like I said, I only had one day off every two weeks. And it was a Wednesday. My next day off was a Wednesday. And so I said, well, Tucker, I have a day off on Wednesday. Do you want to get together and we can take the dogs on the dogs, uh, take the dogs to the dog park then? He said, that sounds like a great idea. So we took the dogs to the dog park, got dinner. Our dogs didn't really like each other. They're both dudes and they're both kind of, you know, possessive. Um, but we really liked each other. And then the following Sunday was when we did the brood tour, hit it off even more. And so the rest is history. Tucker is a freelance writer. He can work from anywhere, and he and I are still, we're long distance right now, um, but we, he is the manifestation of the man of my dreams. <laughs> he is kind, and he is so caring, and shows that, he's, that he cares, and tells me that he cares, and tells me he loves me, and how wonderful it is to be around me, and I support him and he supports me and it's just the exact situation that I wanted and he is coming to Costa Rica for the last month that I'm here and we're going to be doing some volunteering and traveling together. So the power of manifesting was a game changer for me and it wasn't until September that I rewatched The the Secret and realized that I manifested UVA, I manifested Tucker, I will manifest a beautiful life of helping women 
find health within their own bodies, and that is my plan going forward. So today I've given you a little bit of insight into myself, into my background, into what I've been able to manifest and what I want to manifest going forward, just so you know, is, or what I will manifest going forward, just so you know, is a life where I will be healing people. I will be able to heal people who can't afford typically to be healed and they will come to me and my friends and my husband at a retreat center in a tropical place. They will find wellness, they will find outdoor adventure, they will find healing, they will find fun and relaxation and it's just going to be a healing and beautiful center specifically focused on women if I had my way, but I'm, I'm willing to, to bend on that. That is the goal. That is the goal. What I'm doing to make that happen is I am building a business that can sustain itself and that doesn't require a crap ton of my attention. When I'm in school, I'm going to need the flexibility of a schedule that is constantly changing my I'm going to be on a trimester system so every few months my schedule is going to change and I need a job that's going to allow me to not only pay the bills pay my rent pay for school but also not require tons of my time I don't have to ask for time off I don't have to go through that really awkward conversation with my boss it's just going to be a side hustle as you could say I look forward to taking this adventure with you, and I hope that you look look forward to the next episode. The next episode will feature Corinne Rice, and she is a traveling mom and photographer, a former celebrity chef, and a wonder woman. You'll notice going forward that the interviews kind of change, and I, I really thought long and hard about this, and I'm... I'll talk later about doing what feels good um, because that's how you know you're on the right path to manifesting what you're trying to manifest. But I've done several interviews. I think I've done 10 so far and some are better than others quality wise. And I've changed my interview style since the beginning. So you will hear my call with Corinne tomorrow and you will hear the questions change from this week to next week and you'll hear my style change and then even later on you'll hear the quality change it'll be a really interesting ride and I was really going back and forth about mixing up the order of the women that I interviewed but I think it's really important for you to watch that growth that's what this whole thing is about you watching this growth so I think we've we've made it through we did a little bit of background on me today we got through September when I rewatched the secret Go watch it. It's on Netflix. It's amazing. It'll blow your mind. Believe it. Believe it. If you have doubts, if you say this isn't true, this isn't going to happen, this isn't how things work, then it's not. You just manifested it not working. (laughs) You see how that works? (laughs) So go watch it. Invest in it. Open your mind. Open your heart. And I look forward to introducing you to Corinne tomorrow. Have a wonderful day.